Go around, go around. The windmill hut is making sound live. <laughs> We're not live. But recording live from the spinning stream, Nintendo Music Radio, miraculously up and running here on the Vapor Wastes. Uh, today, though, we only have three people's worth of content to generate. The holy, the holy substance that keeps the veins turning on our windmill. Content with a capital C. Today, I, your host, Shiny Vacation, will be joined by Princess Shafra. Hello. And Blue Minora. Yo. By the way, Shafra, have you seen the blueprints to your... Have I seen the blueprints to your kingdom yet? I still need to help out with fixing it. Oh, yeah. You know, we're still... We're still drafting it up, and it's all, you know... It's like we don't have a lot of materials to work with, so there's sort of this debate back and forth about, like, how much are we really going to repair it right now, and it's very frustrating. I need to see where all those power moons went, because that's basically where I got my power from. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but to... these, things are like every... these things are, like, everywhere. I'm gonna have to find those. Yeah, I think... You know what? Uh, somebody found one the other day, just, like, buried underneath the dirt, which was kind of weird. Yeah, except it's, like, in order to get even just a little bit, you're gonna need like a thousand of these, since these things are practically worthless well, by thankful, themselves. Thankfully at this point, we're, like, it's actually the year, the, the year it says it's 2020, so at this point, we're actually able to buy them, uh, so you oh, know. We can buy, well, you, mm, okay, we can buy them, um We have to yes, make a podcast. It's gonna cost like millions upon mm-hmm. millions, and there's still like some gathered in clusters all over the place Some of yeah, stronger than others, so it's better to just get those for With free. What? With what money? Yeah, that's the thing, right? This is why we need to make a killer podcast that has uh, Patreon dollars that we I'm can. Aware of that, which is why I said grab the ones that are out here for free. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we can scavenge come for back now. Around to the capital C content thing, huh? Yeah, that's that's where it is, right? See. Yeah, and then can... once I get a little bit of those, I can help Shafra re- start re- rebuilding. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So so checklist here moon power for ship content power for hut got it i didn't really say the the moons were for the ship they were for me though if they're for you sorry blue is blue is is the vessel for the moon energy correct okay um and you know we we uh we haven't seen the moon in two episodes and by two episodes i mean three months so uh i think we I think that is a little troubling, actually. It's it is kind of troubling because um, we also that also means that for three months uh, we have no record of what was happening here. So uh, you know we just kind of have to uh, roll with it for now. And when perhaps when we have more of the sages here, we can we can get a, a firmer grasp on what is actually um, the sitch. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I last time we we were here, we did a a segment called the Bob on Bulletin because it seemed fitting for our first episode back. I have a brand new uh, uh, cha- uh, trial task for you. This is called the Take. Oh, mm, now I've heard about these, and that can be dangerous. People get into fights over this. Yes. So this is distinct that from is this is not time. specifically hot takes or cold takes these are just our takes right? right so 
the basic rundown is that uh, we've all, the three of us have played a game to completion, and now we are worthy of having a take. At least that's that's how, that's what the, that's what the law seems to imply on the subject. I don't know if, I don't know if it's possible to have a take on a game you haven't finished. Oh, um, it's, I, it's possible. It's possible. I can think of a few. <laughs> but the rules of the take are, you gotta finish it. So... We have all finished Luigi's Mansion 3, which came out last year on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, so, it's been a while. <laughs> but um, well, myself, I still it. remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think... it, it took me a while to finish it, so, you know. It only took me, like, maybe so, uh... four days or so. Yeah. But for a Luigi's <laughs> Mansion game, I think, I think to start us off, actually, that is pretty, um, that is a pretty long uh, period, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, the first Luigi's Mansion game, you can totally beat it in a day if you know what you're doing, and you can certainly beat it in two days if you don't. Um, Dark Moon is a bit longer, if only because it sort of artificially drags it out. But even that, you beat in maybe a week, right? Um, Luigi's Mansion 3, for the most part, seems to go back to... Would you say it's more or less structured more like the first one as opposed to the second one? Because it's it's certainly not episodic, but... Yeah, it's more structured like the first one. Yeah, I think it hits um, sort of the middle ground because it is um, one building. You know, that feels like the most obvious thing. Like, it's one building. It's, it's one hotel. It's not even really a mansion, but let's not worry about that. <laughs> um, details. Uh... But I think the fact that the floors of the hotel are so, um... Distinct, maybe? Yeah, distinct and, like, sort of, um, complete and self-encased, self-enclosed, whatever the term is. Um, you know, there, there are times, I mean, in a way, the original Luigi's Mansion was like that but because you did a lot of backtracking you walked through the same hallways trying to unlock new areas branching off of them it felt less linear whereas Luigi's Mansion 3 I think there is I mean you there's backtracking in a way but it still feels very straightforward yeah Um, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. I know that no. the linear is like a trigger word for some people that they're like, oh my god. Oh, oh. oh no, a bad video game because it, it has a sequence it, of it, events. Right, there's a sequence of events that guides me to do things. So that's terrible. I hate that. I there's only an want intention to play the original here. Legend of Zelda. <laughs> yes, where even if you where yeah, well, exactly. Um <laughs> one thing I did want to get to before we actually jump full on into this and I know we're doing things out of order here, but um if I don't say it now, I won't probably say it. Uh, we're part of the spinning stream, Nintendo Music Radio, which, despite all the damage from Blue's House and other things colliding, um, wasn't my fault. Wasn't your fault. I agree. Hashtag I don't not know whose fault. I would. I would venture to say I wasn't here. So I. I would actually venture to say we don't know whose fault it was. Um, if right. Anyone. I. I wasn't here either, so I don't know whose fault it was either, and nobody seems to have any clear answers. I wouldn't Which is point, also bothering me. It could be no one's fault because you know um, the moon falling. Um, that would be a lot for that, one person that, to do. Yeah, but it's also something that shouldn't happen normally. 
True. True. Or at all. Or not within the next 10,000 years or so. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, mankind's hubris. Anything can happen. Um, but uh, despite all that, our website is up. You can go there. It is destinedhero.com. D-E-S-T-I-N-E-D-H-E-R-O.com. Um, our website is a little out of date. Um, but anything would be at, at this at this point in the game. Um, but it does still link you to all the right information. So uh, if you to click chat, you'd be in our Discord, which I encourage you to join. You can meet all of us here. Um, also, you can listen to old episodes of this podcast. Um, that's the best place to uh, stay up to date on any site news. And also, if you want to listen to Nintendo music any time of day, it's broadcasting that 24 seven. Um, and then one more thing I did want to cover, uh, pronouns, uh, on I'm shiny vacation. He, him. Oh, uh, I am shop and she or they, and I'm blue moon and I go by she and her. And then, uh, well, there was one more thing. Oh yeah. Our, uh, theme music this week, our theme music that's every week actually. Um, is uh, by our good friend, Miguel Bolteau, who uh, normally I say he's here in the chat, but that's not how this show works anymore. So um, check him out he's at mbolteau.com. He's in the Discord, so if you joined it, you'd be able to speak with him. Yeah, we could, if you he wanted to hate he us. brought the moon down to you? I mean, he certainly has a preoccupation with Majora's Mask, mm-hmm. so um, it would be... If I were trying to frame somebody, I would probably frame him. But you don't think it's him? I don't think actually, because I sort too of obvious. I mean, it, the thing is, he wouldn't have. Um, I, I I'm struggling to find a motive. Yes, yes, it seems like his his mo, but um, right. I just don't know if he has that much power. Like what would be the point? Yeah, right. I mean, like he's one of the few people who actually still listens to the show. So I would say. <laughs> I would say by that, by by that measure, it would be very strange for him to destroy it. So, um, but speaking of things that are um, destructive, Luigi's Mansion Three. <laughs> if anything, if there is one difference you can point to that is directly tied to the way you play the game, mm-hmm. I would say before this was a game where you were checking everything. And maybe pulling on everything with a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Now it's a game where you're destroying literally everything, right? Right. Yes. Yeah, that that was definitely uh, sort of a running theme in my playthrough. Uh, as soon as I got that vacuum cleaner, it was like everywhere I went, I was like swiveling in a circle. It's then <laughs> holding down yeah. the, the Especially when you reach a certain floor with a certain upgrade. Which is mm-hmm. that blue? Just uh, we can oh we can say minor spoilers. We're probably not going to talk about you know we can talk about the end game in a in, toward the end. We can have like a a spoiler section. We'll gate off. But uh, wh- which one are you talking about, blue? Because there's a couple. The super suck. Oh yes, oh, yeah. Is that what we're calling it? I like that. Um, <laughs> like it has an actual it has an actual C-C. name. I just don't remember it. Super I just got yeah, that name so... from Jacksepticeye. <laughs> Oh, okay. So yeah, um, why don't you describe what that looks like? Because it's, I mean, it's kind of intense. You're basically a walking tornado when you plug yourself into an outlet. Right, so... Right. so the, you, you do have to plug into an outlet to get the required amount of power to use this 
uh, functionality. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty funny because it, it's only in a couple places in the game. Like, yeah. you probably count them on one hand, but um, the, just the like the the mundane nature of how you get that to happen is really funny to me because it's it's not as if like EGAD gave you some upgrade that like is like this forbidden power it's just that oh well the the poltergust it's called the g00 um it's already so powerful that if you were to plug it in and not have it on its battery it would be a tornado and when you have that you can just rip the boards off of the walls and <laughs> it's it's pretty great tear the wood off and tear the wood off the floor yeah, why did you make a, a a vacuum that's like a catastrophic weapon of destruction? This is I, I think it's EGAD. <laughs> yeah, EGAD. I keep forgetting that EGAD is sort of responsible for like most of the like uh, like gimmick related conflicts in other Mario games. Like, yeah, like, and by he, gimmicks you mean collateral damage, such as like making a paintbrush that creates endless paint right, and laying yeah. waste to an entire island. Right, and then. Like, casually, like, oh, I'll just leave the solution to this problem there. It's not like, oh, he's this kind heart. Like, you caused the problem in the first place. And it doesn't really feel like he felt bad about it. And no. Solution. It was just like, oh, I want to see what happens. Right. He's he got... gets very, like, true neutral. Yes. Or I was about to say chaotic neutral, but yeah. No, well, you're right. Well, yeah, chaotic basically neutral what he is. Like, but... I have seen the theories about that guy. He is 100% chaotic neutral. You know, I'm going to make a note here. Future lore cat, future uh, lore related segment, um, <laughs> egad because this goes way beyond Mario, and I would love to talk about it sometime. Uh, I'll put that on the board. the 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 thing about this this game is your upgrades to the upgrades that he's made to the Poltergust are what the whole game is sort of built around, and a lot of I think I, I me too. I was sort of skeptical about the Guiji thing, um, but. Uh, even playing single player only, he, he was a—he was just a really I great addition. Love Guiji. Guiji <laughs> is my beautiful, perfect son who's never done any wrong. Anytime I anybody second. got him wet, I wanted them to perish on the spot, even if I they were already. I second that. Shot from minus the whole. If anything happens to him, he, anyone perishes thing. Right, because Guiji <laughs> quite as strongly. <laughs> Gu- Guiji, the thing about him is, like, I'm never truly worried about him because he's... He, first of all, if he gets hit normally, he regenerates, which is sort of interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, and you can just resummon him. Um, what I didn't realize until after I'd beaten the game is that the co-op mode of this game is literally just whoever is sitting there playing player two controls Guiji. Yes. Um, which, which was my, basically almost my entire playthrough with my sister. Oh! I, I was playing it by myself, um, but I did know some of my friends were playing it co-op like that as well. So I definitely want to know what that was like, Blue, because I didn't do that at all. And I feel like that would be a really fun way to play this like already really well-designed game. Um, sometimes we give each other ideas to see like where to go, what we should do. Like one, one of us would say, it's like, hey, you go here and do this. This might be a good idea or other things. Yeah, so basically, it's like we're trying to help each other out, right? And 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 in, when you're doing it single player, it's like it's sort of like the single player mode in uh, Triforce Heroes, where you would, you know, you have to press a button to swap between. And it's right. and because there's only two of you, it's not really a hassle. But there are times like during boss fights where you need to use Guiji, where yeah, you can there's get, yeah, 
there's one fight in particular towards the end that has like a lot of heavy use of Gooigi that I feel like yeah I know what um, you're talking about yeah it, it's um it's like a, a fun challenge as single player for sure but uh I feel like it it's very much built to be like and this is like a fun activity for the co-op people right right a thing that becomes it, like it's it's challenging enough that it's fun single player but if you were doing that co-op it would be this really thrilling like tandem act because you can actually you could actually move them at the same time which is sort of what would solve the problem in that fight um right, right. i uh i would say this game is much longer um than both of the other games and in a good way i think dark moon was a lot longer than the first one in a I would say kind of a bad way just because and maybe not maybe not because they decided to build to split it into five mansions but because they decided to um like make it mission based and so Yeah, I I remember yeah, when it came that out was one you, of the, that was one of the main problems that people didn't like. Yeah, you you in particular Nova because I I didn't get the game. I Who? was busy. Hmm? Who? Who are you talking to? You. Yeah. Who- I I remember when it came out. I didn't get it, so I I was like, you know, oh. completely off the map. But I remember you talking about it, and like, I don't really like it. Yeah, I remember thinking, um, like it took the, so like the first mansion. You're like, oh, okay, I could get used to it. Maybe I'll get used to this. This is this is nice enough. But then the second mansion is like just built out of annoying stuff, like mm-hmm. top to bottom. And then the third one looks like it's going to be really interesting. And then like you, you end up underground and it's just like, Oh, now it's a desert level. And by then, by the time you get to the fourth one, I was already kind of like sick of, cause you, cause in the first game, as long as you've checked a room top to bottom, like, you know, what's in it. Like you don't have to go back and check things again. Like mm-hmm. I think after, so, so the first game had four areas, quote unquote, Mm-hmm. But they weren't actually tied to a space. They, 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 they weren't tied to like a floor. They were tied to whatever is accessible between now and the next boss. Right. So that's like why that backtracking element you were talking about was so, um, you know, uh, was so noticeable because it did have you going back to places that you had been before and completing more of them. And so, but but this, this the second game had it such that all right, well everything's set up differently. It's like Mario sunshine where the, you know, the NPCs or whatever moved around or the, there's a different obstacle here. And now all the drawers you've checked for have different stuff in them. So you have to do the whole process again. And it's fun checking everything, but not when you have to do it five times. Not when you do it that many times after that point, it's like, well, I'm trying to get a gold medal. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh man. I totally regret 100%ing that game. Um, I went back and I did it one Halloween and I would say this game, on the other hand, I felt like the backtracking was very rewarding because you, with a, with a few exceptions, you go back to these areas and you now know what you know about like having figured out the common puzzles mm-hmm. and you realize you can, you know, you can start finding stuff that you, you missed or, um, you know, like like things that you haven't actually checked before, right? Um, because you find out, okay, that I'm missing this many gems or whatever. Um, 
the what did you think about the ghosts in this game? Because that's another thing that's sort of different, but also reminiscent of the first one. Um, kind of cute, like normal ghosts. Yeah, I. I don't know. There's something about the generic ghosts that mm-hmm. I I felt like I didn't like them as much as the ones from the first game. Yeah. So the ghost designs, just so that the listeners know, that are they're like they're updated and like they're uh, in that they're like they look a little nicer, like in terms of graphical fidelity. But the designs are essentially the same as the ones from. Uh, Dark Moon. Right. Which uh, have a very, like, American 90s cartoon look about them. I think they're a little better than, like, the bottom of the rung uh, nonsense 90s cartoons. But, like, yeah, there, there's, um, they do feel more American than the ones from the original in some way that, like, I can't really exactly. It's hard to quantify, right? Because, yeah, like, I, I don't know how to say, like, what parts of it feel that way, but, like, there's something about it. I think it's the proportions of the faces, I think. Mm-hmm. like Because the, they're, they're all different shapes, right? They're radically different shapes, just like yeah. the ones in the first one. Yeah. But the ones in the first one had this sort of like, like you could almost imagine the Mario, Mario universe animal or creature that it looked like when it wasn't a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the, canonically those ghosts aren't actually un, like undead. They're actually just like created by a painter, which I remember thinking, whoa, what? That's <laughs> wild. Um, um, but they, they have the, you know, they have the big eyes that are on the like power stars and toads and whereas like Everything the ones Madonna in, dies. Yes. Yes. And then the ones in this game have the very big, like gaping, like, uh, like kind of like you know. Well, we're waiting. Like <laughs> the mouth is close enough to the to the eyes that you you think this is like a humanoid face versus like a lot of those a lot of like the what were the punching the ghosts that would pound the ground in the first game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So just like stylistically, they seem like they were not made by people who work on Mario normally, and I and it's and if there's a reason you know it's because it was this was developed by uh next level games right? i think so yeah and which is which is one <laughs> of their <laughs> right uh, which is a, a you know it's based in the the u.s right i think and so it's it's one of nintendo's few like foreign first well second party developers right and so yes uh, I, on the one hand, I don't really like the. Uh, oh, I, think, the I think they're in Vancouver. Oh, okay. In I any case, feeling. Western. They're Western, right? Uh, I, I had a feeling that they like you know. I, on the one hand, I was like, I don't like the the designs as much, but also I'm glad that Nintendo gave that a shot and is like, this can be the visual identity of it. We don't have to like Miyamoto lock down this. Uh, I mean, there's still toads everywhere, but I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely toads everywhere. Um, I did oh. like that I could throw them, though, so I'll, I'll, I'll give it a pass. Yeah, the toads were very likable. They were likable. different colors, and I could throw them around. Yeah. I think... Like, I don't like to armchair design, but like I do think there's a missed opportunity in not having 
uh, the people you rescued that aren't Mario or I guess I guess Peach is the last person you rescued technically, mm-hmm. but but um, in not having them be like uh, a Toad and like Daisy, Peach, and Mario, and then having it be that you know. Yeah, that's Which a lot I, of, like, animation and asset management. Well, okay, the, the place I was going with this was as you as you free them, you can now use them in the multiplayer, right? Yeah, because that you, would be cool. Even if it were just with the Mario and Peach that are already in the game, that would be right, cool. Right, right. But Mario, instead Peach, they're the selling me DLC where I could dress up Luigi in different outfits, which someone wants that, I'm sure. Oh, it's yeah. really weird, though, because, like, by default, you just have, like, different Smash Bros. colors of Luigi, yeah, unnerving at worst. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I mean, again, it's it's like that's a much simpler solution. It doesn't require like re-rigging a bunch of models to all sure. these. Like that's a lot of work. So I get it. Yeah, yeah I guess that's yeah. true. I just uh, I don't know. I, if you wanted to justify DLC, <laughs> I would say that would be one way you could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but clearly, that's not the way. As um, giant-haired disco dancer Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> man that's the thing right is if the DLC is going to be cosmetics you at least want them to be something you might use right yeah right yeah I mean, I, again I'm sure someone wants someone. it um, I, I think there are strengths to the ghosts in this game um, I do feel like they all feel um, more or less cohesive with yeah. them with each other like they match. When other. I think, when I think, yeah, when I think about the the ghosts in the original game, and it's a little foggy in my mind. I haven't played it in like a decade, so <laughs> bear with me. But I remember, like, um, like I feel like in three, it was like the eyes and the mouth on the generic ghosts, and on um, the majority, at least, of the uh, boss ghosts. It's like those are like glowing, hollow. Yes. type things like on all of them they're all consistent about that the way that they are like a color or several colors and like kind of transparent um and like if they're a boss ghost or if they're in a certain area they can have different costumes i like that i do like that the generic ghosts can have different costumes i thought that was cute very often Um, right like i was like i was immediately charmed by it um especially with the opening where they're like trying not to look like ghosts and failing very hard, but everybody in the Mario crew is like, everything is normal. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I, I'm actually surprised that they totally buy that. It's like, they don't that, find that as creepy at all that they're, they're not stuck smart. in that face. If they, I know they aren't. About the Mar- Why are we still here? Just to suffer every night. Mario series characters is not smart. Yeah. yeah, like, the thing I always forget is that it's like, wow, why does it seem like characters like Bowser and Peach are like consistently very unintelligent. If it's not that they're unintelligent, it's that everybody is kind everybody of clueless and kind that's kind of at that level. That's great. You know, that's great. It, feel, it um, feels like they're all like uh just above Kirby intelligence, you know, maybe at best. <laughs> yes. Although I feel like Kirby has the capacity to get a bright idea that saves the universe, um right. which is funny. Um but anyway, I um, I, I I do, um, I, I, the boss ghosts though, like, I don't like their designs as much in terms of like the style, but I feel that their execution is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. 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 It's like, it doesn't appeal to me 
in the grand scheme of things of, of like designs that I would be interested in, but like for what they are and what they're doing, I think they're really good in that way. Yeah. Like what are you, what are some of you guys' favorites? Mm. Um, I do like that director guy. He's like the, he's the, he's the awesome friendly guy that everyone I, loves. Okay. Quick question. Pull uh-huh. up the room. Oh no. Uh, if you're wondering if there's ship art of it, oh, yes, there is. Um, no, well, okay, that's good to know. <laughs> no, I wanted to know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, I'm wow. back to my list of like people are shipping Luigi with people. Um, no. Uh, I was gonna ask, did you suck him up into your vacuum? Um, after I did everything for him, yes. Like, I waited for him to finish his movie, I waited for him to do all his shit, and. When he was done with everything, then I sucked him up. Okay. Nova? Like, I basically Nova? saved him for, like, among the few last ones. I immediately right. went into his office and sucked him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I went in, and I was like, oh, he's working on this thing, that's nice. And I went out, and then I realized <laughs> that there was an achievement on the list for mm-hmm. capturing him. And I was like, I don't feel good about this, but I walked back in. <laughs> It felt it felt very much like um like I had like flowy over my shoulder like oh <laughs> you had to do it didn't you Oh no it was I knew there, you had, so it you in had you. to <laughs> that so was neither of you guys wait for him to I didn't, I didn't realize I didn't, that was a mechanic I right, didn't I, I kind of assumed that you know I could wait until the end of the game and then I could come back and he would still say that same thing cuz I'm used to games where like that is the case but now that you say it i'm like it makes sense that you could wait long enough for him to finish (laughs) yeah i um, i'm a monster (laughs) i felt really monstrously bad about that um to to he he, it's funny though like the so that floor i actually found really annoying um in terms of the puzzle but Mm -hmm. the because it's i don't know like the mechanics are i mean they're clever but took me too long to figure out the very first step you know like I don't even, anyway um i i had trouble um not like conveyance problems figuring yeah 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 it wasn't like oh i had trouble figuring it out so much as like i kept not quite making like getting all the way there i don't feel like that was uh the worst trouble i had um but the, i think like the, the common pyramid thing was a bit more oh, frustrating okay. just because yeah. of like if I had to pick yeah, if I had to pick one. a puzzle that like I thought was the worst executed I think it would be that weight puzzle and like uh like honorable mention in the same level yeah, to that I, I, hate, situation. I, I hated the pyramid floor with its puzzles it was like the first place I died because it was just like kind of unfair. right yeah the the, right? the the weight and then the laser both of them I died once because I was like I don't know if I'm doing this I right died a and couple then even, times on the laser because I'm like what yeah even oh, the a couple of those gold bones even the boss which this was really more on me I feel like but um it was hard for me to tell because of. Um, how slow it was and like just sort of what I was doing by chance. Like, I felt like she was one of those bosses where you kind of need a Gooigi for the extra firepower. Because mm-hmm. if you're just doing it by yourself, like I was, it was the the change over time of the sucking in the sand, because that's the mechanic, is you're sucking in um, her little sand sphinx and deteriorating it until it collapses under her and then you can actually it's get basically to her. acting as her shield. 
Right, yeah, she had basically a defense that you had to break through first, and because I couldn't tell that I had done damage on it, because it was slowly changing, and I was just, like, so distracted by everything else I didn't realize, I started thinking, okay, well, that was my gut instinct, but it doesn't seem like it's working, so I guess now I have to try other things, and, like, no, I was right the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it was a, it was one of those things that's like, oh, that is what I'm supposed to do, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, I feel like a lot of the problems that I had in the game, aside from that, uh, were just because I couldn't see very well. I don't know. Uh, I would assume, Blue, you were probably playing it on a TV, right? Because you were playing co-op. Yeah, I was playing on a TV. I was playing you... it on our 41-inch TV. <laughs> no. no, unacceptable. Shiny. Oh, oh, me. Oh, okay, yeah. I, it's um... just really difficult because when I look at you, like, your face is just so, like, it's, like, so similar. I guess... I mean, my 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 hair and skin color are like completely swapped from that guy. Yeah, but I know, but like that that kind of thing could happen. Do you think that's what happened? Uh, do, you, do you think maybe you got dropped into a vat of paint? No, you're not possessing him, are you? Uh, no, I am not possessed by anybody at this time. No, 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 not not your. You would be the possessor. No, I'm not possessed. This is my body. Uh-huh, okay. It's my body. I made it. Does that mean Nova could have been possessing someone? No, that doesn't make sense. That's crazy. Uh, you know, based on what you guys have told me about the, the former host of the show, I don't really know that it would be uh, his style. But, I mean, again, don't know the guy. I can't really, can't really have an opinion about it. But, uh, yeah, no, I played it um, on a TV. And so, and I was, and I... I have, it's like that middle range from where I was sitting. Mm-hmm. And so it was just right and I could see pretty much all the time unless it zoomed out a lot. And that is a fight where they zoom out a lot yeah, when, yeah. at least any, when she's time. on the Sphinx. I, I, um, my vision is not great. <laughs> uh, and the TV that I was playing the game on, like I'm on one side of the room on a couch and the TV is mounted not only on the wall, but, like, kind of high up on the wall. So, I... I I had, like, three other people, usually, in the room while I was playing, and I would be like, you see... I'm just gonna add this time. be like, do you see that over there? There's something over there. And I'd be like, where? (laughs) I'm probably gonna add this tiny bit of detail. Like, when I got the game, was, like, literally the exact same time I got my new glasses. Oh. Oh. There you go. (laughs) That's pretty lucky, then. Um... So, so yeah, I, I, uh, I would say though, like, uh, there's some really great bot, like there are, th- this game does have some, when it's hard to get what you're supposed to do, it's really frustrating in a way that I don't find Nintendo's games tend to be. So in a way I would say it lacks a little bit of that, like, design polish, but mm-hmm. then in the places where it does work, it's really, really good. Like, mm-hmm. like the, um, there's a boss that you have to fight while well there's a boss that's basically uh he's like a composer yes or he's like, like a, a pianist yeah Bo- Bolto like the, the Bolto boss Bolto yeah, is in this game yeah. if i remember i think he was floor 4 yeah he's in the like he was like, like the first main boss you fight yeah like there's a there's kind of a boss for every floor but um like that, every, that, i mean that every i feel, I feel like that floors. was the first um floor that was like 
the boss is is a big deal and not something that you're chasing from room to room because it actually can't handle you. Right. Yeah. It's it's a it's a boss that gave you um a toad and it, I feel like that was maybe well no not it was like the first floor that was themed in a way that wasn't just like predictably part of a hotel. Right. This was like oh this is an interesting thing that's happening in this hotel. Yeah. The it's weird to me that. I mean, I don't know. Me, you guys can agree or disagree. I, 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 I do like the themed ho- hotel floors because they're funny and stupid. But like, mm-hmm. the ones I enjoyed the most tended to be the ones that were more hotel-y. Um, I mean, like the one that I disliked the most was the one that seemed least likely to be in a hotel. The the desert one. Yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying is I tend to like the ones that are more hotel-y because yeah, that that floor felt like they were like, well, it's a video game, so we gotta to put a desert, desert level, level in it. Although I, they didn't plus put in an a, ice level, so mm. plus there is a bunch of ghost magic involved. So right, yeah. I mean, like I I'm, I was willing to like believe in all of these floors or like if not believe, then, like, just sort of enjoy them yeah. um, in all of their, like, absurdity. I liked that, but there, wa- there was something fun about, um, you know, like, oh, it's a hotel floor, but it's, like, overgrown with plants. That know, was I, really good. I I loved the, uh, um, the chainsaw <laughs> in that floor. Right, so there's one room in that where you get a, you get a buzzsaw that you can mm-hmm. put onto the end of your... And when you were talking about the Super Suck earlier, Blue, I thought maybe you were mentioning this because this was just about as much fun for me. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I had liked, a lot of fun with that, too. I liked the saw more. Uh, the saw can break literally everything in that room down through, like, the the baseboards of, like, the bed and, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just... It, it was fun. I got to just break stuff. Um, but it wasn't... Um, I found the super suck overwhelming. Yeah, it's like, like a lot. Like, You're like, just... oh my god! <laughs> like it's. it's I know. Not it's like just... when I when I it's... first got, I was like, holy crap! How do I turn this thing off? Right. Yeah. That that's sort of like the. I feel like I was Luigi in that moment because that was my gut reaction. Was like, this is too much because it's like a huge tornado and suddenly everything is moving and flying off the walls and the music and the sound gets like really loud. It feels yeah! like and really like, like it's like clamoring. I'm like, I want this to be over, but also like I'm compelled by the game to destroy keep going until there's nothing everything. left to destroy. Cause there's going to be more things. <laughs> Although at one point uh, that was to my own disadvantage because I, screwed stuff up so much and so quickly that I couldn't see the uh, hint for a puzzle. So <laughs> I had to look yeah. it up and be like, oh, okay. So um, I think the the real thing that, but because you can only do those two things in certain specific areas, the real um, kicker here, the, the big change, I think there's really for, I was skeptical about this because it, it looks silly. Uh, it didn't look like something that was that, like not going to get like, it looked like something was going to get in the way. Uh, the plunger turns the plunger. the plunger, which turns the exploration part of this game into something that is more maybe complex because um, you know what you can open, you know what mm-hmm. you can suck on, but mm-hmm. now you have something else you can test, which is can I pull it over and break it? Right. Um, and I actually really had a lot of fun finding out where I could connect 
because because the plunger has a rope on the end of it and you can suck on the rope to like yank whatever a heavy like a heavy object that you couldn't normally suck up mm-hmm. and then break it and then you can suck it up and yeah so that i think uh at first i was like oh you can just do this to everything and then oh, yeah i also keep i also forgot that we forgot to mention that the witchy basically suplexes everything yeah that's, that's oh, sort of yeah. the, the main thing is like in a similar way that you use the plunger when you're sucking up ghosts, it's like, it's not just, oh, suck them up and, like, angle your control stick. It's also, once you get to a certain point, you can, like, slam them back and forth across the ground, which felt very good most of the yeah. time. Yeah, it was a, a level of violence, I think, that Luigi has... Um, <laughs> I think he needs it. He needs it. He does. I I, really I, I was it. expecting him to be a little more angry about it, but, like, he's just kind of like... Not. Luigi's not an angry man. He really isn't. And I, I, it's almost more intimidating. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what he's going to do. Like, have you played, like, like, uh, those of you who played Fire Emblem Three Houses, you know, Mercedes, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. She never gets angry, but there are times where she seems like, I don't know, like she could very easily murder somebody and be done with it very quickly. Yeah, that's the, that's the feeling I get from her. And so I, I'm glad that I'm glad that it because it's good because it actually uh, for some encounters, the poltergust on its own is sort of it's insufficient and it would lead in other games to a lot of like avoiding the enemy and like uh, sort of finicky stun you know, stun locking in the right place. And you can still do that and get good results. But um, in this game, you don't have to let go of a ghost because you're about to get ambushed because you can hit a ghost with another ghost. Yes. Um, that, that made floors with like a ton of ghosts in them more fun and more manageable. Like you could, you could put a billion ghosts in a room because it'd be like, okay, I'm going to smack this ghost and all the rest of the ghosts come, come and get me. Basically, crowd control. Right. And and something I learned, I actually had to look this up because there's an achievement for, like, slamming a ghost, a certain type of ghosts, like, uh, I don't know, eight times or something. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. uh, it seems to max out at four um, because by then it it just rips off. But I looked it up. If you time it in a certain rhythm, you can, like, get... Keep going? Yeah, you can keep going. And you can do that on any ghost. Um, it's, yeah, it's some Mother 3 type, like... Right, yeah, I was definitely sort of just frantically slamming the buttons because I was having a great time. (laughs) Once I found that out, it made certain, like, backtracking things, like, really fun because I felt a little too strong. And it was like, oh, okay, now I can just... Now I can just sort of waltz on through. Like, like, so that's why they called the big ghosts hammers. (laughs) because <laughs> you're using you're going to use them as a hammer um i did like that certain things needed uh you needed to have guiji helping you with his poltergust as well mm-hmm. um that was really and 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 to the for like the the director ghost his you don't actually fight him you fight a like a godzilla monster that's like yeah, it's like suit. I believe it was a regular ghost. But yeah, it was a regular, regular ghost, ghost in a Godzilla costume, and it's like very large compared to you, right? Because you're yeah, the same size as you. I no, thought. no, you're the same size, but you, um, you both get like put onto this 
miniature set the way that you, they filmed the Godzilla movies. And yeah, you're like on a tokusatsu set. They basically make the illusion of it that you're about the same size and whatnot as, but like you're, you're. I think they. I think what the trick they did is that they zoomed the camera in to give that effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it's like you, you're having you're this like, like the proportions kaiju battle. Of everything are weird. Yeah, and and like he would throw like a fireball at you, and you could push it back with your you know reverse. But then like on the third hit, it's like oh, it's too big now. Now you you both need to like combine your poltergusts and like have a like a laser battle with the two lasers pushing back and forth right, like that's, yeah, that was that's the kind of shit that they did in this game that i was like all right good job you guys like thank you for going there um how about that floor that looks like it's going to be a castle but then it turns out to be a medieval times from southern california uh- <laughs> <laughs> Like, as I soon as like, I walked in there, I was like, oh, it's a medieval time. Yeah, just the, like, and the fact that, like, everything's, like, a cardboard cutout, and, mm-hmm, like, there mm-hmm. seems like there's not really any ghosts here. I was like, who on the team went to a medieval times? I mean, it, but it's 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 not a thing that's been done in anything else, you know? Like, yeah, I feel like, like with video games, that's sort of an untapped joke. Right, like, it, like, oh, it's it's a castle. It's a fantasy castle, like you see in a video game. But it's not. It's a. It's just a little playset, really. It's just a themed restaurant. Yeah, and there's like you know popcorn everywhere, like all over the floor. Yeah, I love. I loved that it was like like that. That that's one of those things that are like the the like sort of in between space and the themed floors that really like hit well for me. Like you know the the mall floor is like kind of fun and then you know like the floors that are like oh i'm just in a hotel these are things that are in a hotel are like okay cool this feels like the original game um but something like the floor that like in a real hotel would not really exist on like the fifth or sixth floor but in a video <laughs> game hotel that's made by ghosts for them yeah. to be like yeah and then we have a floor that's like a medieval themed restaurant or you can buy popcorn and it's all over the place like a yeah, theme like, from- park on a bad day like from memory, from what memory serves, like the, it starts to stop looking like a hotel after the fourth floor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, but like anytime it hits in that sort of gray area of like not a real hotel, but sort of a joke hotel. Anytime it went too far, like the desert room, I was like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't hate this, but like, eh. anytime it like the the medieval floor felt like a nice sweet spot for me right because it was it was like medieval thing is a theme that other games have done but like when they're like doing a bunch of different themes but Mm -hmm. specifically medieval times like uh like like miniature (laughs) renaissance fair kind of thing (laughs) yes yes um the the ones that I liked again were the ones that were more like a hotel. So a uh, really late in the game, you get to go to the gym, uh, which every hotel has a gym. Yeah, this one has like a gym that's like a high end spa, and like it's not very big, but it's it feels really dangerous because there's like a lot of ghosts, and it's uh-huh. it's very the music is really good there too. It's very like mysterious. Yeah, especially when you go into the yoga room. Oh, yeah. yeah, I um. <laughs> God. 
I we got to that floor. We uh-huh. put the button in and mashed the button and rode the elevator. And then of course, like the reveal on every floor is like, oh, you see outside the elevator door that Luigi is going to exit. You see like the little ding thing up top, and on every floor the little arrow that would is something be, themed is after something them. themed differently. And like as soon as I saw that, it started zooming out. And I was like, oh no, we're in the gym. Oh no, yeah, because in the <laughs> real. Real life hotel gyms are cursed. So a hotel gym in like it's a fun comedy game, but like a spooky game in like a joke way is like this is the most cursed thing possible. And then I saw the boss ghost. And I was <laughs> like, I hate to see it. <laughs> um, like, and this compound did. Were your fears at all compounded by the last time there was a gym in one of these games? Because one I of think... the worst ghosts in the first game is the guy who is chatting out in the gym. Yeah, um... especially if you're trying to like get like a high rank. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Um, I think the thing like that and like hotel gym and all of that, but the thing that really pushed it over the edge for me was that I don't think there's another ghost in this game. Like, they're all different colors, and a lot of them are, like, weird colors. Purple, blue, pink, green, whatever. The ghost on the gym floor is this buff gym dude, and he's, like, nearly flesh color. Wait, really? Wasn't he? Or am I just, like... No, I remember him being, like, some kind of, like, greenish or teal or cyan. All right, I'm looking it up. We got Yeah, hold on. Moscow's yeah, I... Mansion 3. Let's do it. Let's do the... Oh my god, you're right, he is. Wait, what? Oh, he... Okay, yeah, no, there is green on him, but like... It's his, his... It's his clothes. He his himself clothes. is... He himself is like a flesh tone. Ugh. And like the rest, of, like, the, I guess the, rest he... of the ghosts in this game are like... You know, they're humanoid, most of them, to some degree or another. There is a shark, that's an exception. Yeah, the shark goes. <laughs> There's a shark, by cool. the way. I, yeah, I had a dude, good time that with that boss fight. Yeah, dude, I love that boss fight. Very hard, so, but so like, like, in a way that felt good. The, the problem with this ghost is, like, it's not, he's not a weird color, um, and his face, like, has this really, you know, American cartoon jutting out chin, and he's got a nose, and he's got, like, here's where my eyebrows go, and then, like, he's got the glowing mouth and everything, and I can only assume he's got the glowing eyes, but over top of them, because his boss fight is in a pool, he's got swim goggles on, and so he just looks, like, uncomfortably human next to yeah. everything else that's going on, especially <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot about... <laughs> yeah, he really did feel like he was in some ways channeling the other ghost, like the beefy ghost mm-hmm. in the first one. Um, I would just say maybe not... The fight wasn't as fun, but the puzzles involving in the lead-up to the triplets... Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Those were oh, fun. yeah, the triplets. It was... I had a lot of difficulty because when I was both times, I started the level and then stopped it and didn't get back to the game for a little while. And then I came back and like both times I was like not really on the top of my game otherwise. And so I was like, this is so, what am I doing? Yeah. Huh? But like. They, they have a very interesting floor because it's all like magic themed. So 
it sort of feels like um, there's a lot of like the room has rotated or like you have to sort of defy uh logic um like a real yeah, magician like, yeah like spooky yeah. stuff um the again like the i think an, another really effective and not because not because he seems like so one of the ghosts that seemed like really not threatening at first but then like the more he did to to deter you, the more like threatening he was. Was the guy in the basement? Basement two. Basement two. So I yeah. the whole game I could see that there was a second basement, and I'm like, oh dude, I'm sure it's creepy as hell. But th- no, yeah, it's much that's, more. That's where the freaking boiler is. Right, but that's just a much more straightforward thing you find out. It's like, oh, actually, it's the well, it's the basement, so it's where all the like pipes and shit are. It's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But the guy down there who is like this vaguely hillbilly ghost mm-hmm. who like uh you know wears these like dirty gloves and he's got like a trucker hat and he just seems like he wants you to leave him alone but the, the like the extents he'll go to to keep you from catching up to him are just like i'm gonna like seal off all these rooms with this like crazy mechanism that's going to drain a bunch of water or crush you or like mm-hmm. like it gets uh, like the, the 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 cool thing is like you have this fight with him on uh i guess you're you're on inner tubes right yeah, yeah. Like- there, there's sort of this uh running theme in the level where luigi is riding in a little ducky inner tube thing it's so cute it's very cute so, so boss ghosts, I think we we uh, more or less are um, we're in agreement. the I, The designs are sort of silly, but they the the their execution has more or less good, right? I mean, I feel like right. it's one of the strongest parts of this game is the boss fights. Yeah. Um. Why don't we put a little spoiler tag here for the next uh, couple minutes, mm-hmm. so we could talk about the main villain of this game. Um, because she cracks me up. <laughs> I really liked her. She was trying her best and not succeeding, and I love to see her get angry. And petty. Um, yes. So she's, like, really petty. I loved her cat. That was fun when I Whoa, figured out how yeah, to do it. Cat. Oh, yeah, the cat was an interesting thing to do. A recurring with. boss, the cat, who is sort of like a, a foil to Polterpup. Mm-hmm. I love Polterpup, Polter- by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah. I remember its name. It's Polter Kitty. Polter yeah. Kitty. Yeah. So, so Polter Pup, who was really annoying in the first game, is now sort of like very measured amounts of Polter Pup in this game. I was pleased to see. And then only came up when it was like, you're being a dumbass. You need a hint. Or it was like, <laughs> the Polter Pup is here to make you look really incompetent because mm-hmm. something really bad is happening. Or, you um, know, just to be cute for a moment, you know? Yeah. Polterpup so seems go, oh, to have your back, pup. but also respect you. Unlike Egad, who is, like, kind of using you. Right. Um, at no mention of why there are his mechanisms all over the place, but once again, <laughs> once again, suspicion on Egad. But, um... The following is in-game discussion on the end game of Luigi's Mansion 3. Please skip to 1 hour, 12 minutes, and 4 seconds to avoid the spoilers. Helen Gravely, right? Right, that's yeah. her name. So Good she, name. She, she successfully, for the most part, passes herself off as a living human in the opening where she's 
just kind of got the like, oh, I have a lot of, I have like sunglasses and enough makeup that you can't tell I'm a ghost or whatever. Um, but then like, she turns into this very like, would you say kind of Bond villain? Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's a good word for it. Like the sort of, um, you know, she's like motivated very much to... Um, like she's she she gets into this like kind of to impress King Boo, I guess. But which when is it weird. starts, which is also another spoiler. King... Wrong. Hmm? Sorry. Which is another spoiler. King Boo's in here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like she mentions it. Not too Pretty far. Early early on. I mean, like you see King Boo during the opening mishap where you're running away from him. He when he you know captures everybody. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, like for the. Thing of why she has King Boo on board. I forget why that was actually. She, she wants to like, really into him. Oh yeah, she likes him. Right. Oh right, right. Yeah. No, he's like he's that. like not interested in her. He's a he's a patron of the arts. He he believes in preserving the world's greatest, um, you know, uh, personalities. Plumbers. Yeah, he's like really likes guys in overalls and putting them in paintings he saw mm-hmm. harry potter and he really liked the moving mm-hmm. pictures mm-hmm. Yeah. um so, so helen <laughs> gravely though like a, a similar like oh i hate that rascally luigi but like i don't know she's just so much more it's more it's more fun to watch her get mad at luigi than it is to watch king boo be mad at luigi it's really funny because most of the time it doesn't even seem like king boo cares that much right he's yeah just like, he's like oh but I, I just want to stare at my paintings but she's like She's got this like room full of monitors that's really funny where she's oh, like, I'll get those, I'll get that Luigi. Like, I, I also I want to obliterate, I want this twink obliterated. It literally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also love that, like, that last floor, um, that's like her, uh, suite the on the suite. top. Oh, yeah, the master yeah, suite. The master suite. Yeah, I love the that. All decked out and like, king but, dude, the master suites were like amazing had like amazing decor and whatnot you have to admit that <laughs> they were really cool like i really liked how tall how high up all the ceilings were mm-hmm. and like how every time you went around a corner you felt like you were gonna like see you were like gonna get crushed by something because it was yeah. like it's really quiet and there's not really any ghosts until you really get far right in until it. you start doing stuff there aren't ghosts around and then once you start doing stuff you'll you will turn a corner and it's like here you go <laughs> fight yeah. some ghosts and I thought the puzzles there were, like, really fun, too. Really smart. Like, very just, like, this room turns upside down and sideways and has a bunch of shit in it. And, like, laser puzzles? Which yeah, was, like, yeah. a last minute. Oh, yeah, there was, like, a, there was, like, Not a... laser puzzles like the bad one in the pyramid, but, like, fun laser puzzles. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, like, I remember those kind of laser puzzles. Like, there was, like, a whole decked-out spa room that had lasers everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like, it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's less of a, like... Um, it's less of a like, oh, Mr. Bond, if you don't do this fast, the laser is going to cut through the rope and kill you. And it's more like, oh, Mission Impossible, I'm sneaking into steal a painting kind of. Lasers. Yeah, which you literally are. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the funny thing about it is that it's so overly decked out with King Boo stuff um, that it's got that like Hyrule Warriors when you go finally get to see his temple and there's just like pictures of link all over the place mm-hmm. like you can we tell that this is the, this, yeah like this is the biggest fangirl den uh for king boo that anybody has 
Um, that I that actually like made me a little less like leery of it because I was like, okay, it's genuinely funny. You have to admit, it's kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Helen herself is an incredible boss fight. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the, was, the fun co really, boss. She was challenging yet fun. Yeah. yeah, she felt like she actually like was dangerous and like strong and like had a good plan. <laughs> like, <laughs> Despite like, all of the mishaps. Yeah, and and Poulter Kitty is sort of like like her cat is just a little cat, but then it turns into like this big like pink panther thing that is like genuinely scary and kind of like it runs away and like tries to kite you into places where you're less able to get to it Mm -hmm. uh and it's it felt like you had kind of this rivalry going with the cat (laughs) (laughs) um but i did i i really did uh enjoy her like uh, i mean they didn't do a lot with her but it seemed like i I liked that it felt like it didn't feel like king boo created this these these floors it felt like someone else made them and it's very yeah. clear that she did and that's like yeah. the cool part of this is that it's like you're seeing a different villain spin on um you know a dangerous place full of traps for the mario bros to get killed in like mm-hmm. uh Shoff, yeah do you want to talk about king boo I do. Do you want to have, have a little? Because this, for a lot of people, was actually bad enough that they like it lowered the star score of this game. Mm-hmm. I, well, and like I, I understand why because I, I feel like this whole time we've been talking in a very positive tone. Like there are things that are like, well, this isn't really like visually. I don't like the way the ghosts are, but like also. Uh, all together in the game they look good so like we've had this very positive uh uh tint on all of this um Uh and then you get to the end of the game so you fight this really cool really fun like i'm on my toes the whole time i'm paying attention to everything going on around me i'm like changing between luigi and luigi it feels very like yeah helen gravely like that boss is like at the end of the top floor right and so there's all this stuff and it's like thematic to um the floor that you were just on, but also a little bit to the whole game, right? Um, yeah. And then, uh, then you beat her, and then King Boo is like, well, you get Mario, and you're like, well, we gotta go get Peach, and so King Boo obviously is still here and still threat. So, Mario, this was interesting. Before we talk about King Boo, oh yeah, <laughs> did you feel like Mario was like not himself or was gonna pull some shit on you? That I whole did, time, I, but I'll, but part of me didn't actually like rest on that theory because. I just felt like Mario was being an impatient dick. Right, like... Like, I, I felt like Mario it, it is was, kind of a jerk it wasn't in this like a little he bit. Was, it wasn't yeah. like he was out like, of character, under- necessarily. It was just, like, like, the atmosphere put me on edge. Yeah, yes. like, I under I understood that he wanted to save the princess and whatnot, because, like, yeah, this is the princess of the Mushroom Kingdom, but it's like, it's his dude, job. come on. Yeah, like, like, like when chill you... Out, dude. The, the, it, they really do highlight exactly why Mario isn't uh, like running around with a vacuum in this game because like the moment he gets out of his painting he's like okay follow me and you go up this, you go up this like this big stairwell and he's just you you have to go up the stairs because you're carrying all this shit but he's just like boing 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 and like mm-hmm. at the top like, of the stairs okay, being yeah, like th- okay yeah like thanks for showing off Mario like I can't really <laughs> like, do this it. with you all this stuff jump. on my back and then he's like keeps like tapping his feet and being like come on 
fine. And it's mm-hmm. like, all right, Mario. Okay, asshole. It's like, yes, we know we need to save the princess, but it's not easy carrying all this stuff on my back. I got a we big know you're an acrobat okay. who doesn't ever gain weight. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Mario you... looks like he probably weighs about like I don't know, probably the he... same as I do. Right, he never gains weight, but he you is can, like it's eat. not like he's fit necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> and yet he's just like backflipping all anyway. He's so just, he got springs in his legs. So he leads you up there, and then of course, like, oh, it's King Boo, and he's monologuing, and you're like, okay, it's King Boo, we're gonna fight King Boo. I don't, I don't remember liking the King Boo fight in the original game, but this is a very different game. And all the boss the fights. The first so game's far... King Boo fight was really good because it was weird and creepy, but like. Right, yeah, I mean, really good, but like, I, you know, thinking back is like. Long time ago, I am a child playing this game. It was. What different. is my grudge with King Boo at this point? Right. Um, so, the King Boo fight kind of sucks. <laughs> and it, it's. It, it kind of did. Like, it was a bit weird. In a game with a like a ton of bosses that were all fun and like the for the one right before this to be like really solidly done. And then you go up here and King Boo's like, Welcome to my boss fight. I have phases and randomized attack patterns, like I'm a platformer boss. At the and, very top of the skyscraper. Yeah, and so like you have to dodge all my attack patterns and then wait for an opportunity to attack me. And sometimes the the pattern that gives you the opportunity attack won't actually give you an opportunity to attack. It'll just be that pattern without that. Uh, so fuck you. And then Which would be bad on its own in that it would be like you have to wait a long time. Yeah, it's then... it's one of those like this is a kind of boss fight that people complain about that we should we shouldn't live in this world anymore, where like you have really like a big phase with a ton of different attack patterns and only one of them gives you an opening to attack. Uh, like you have to wait and wait and wait for that to come up. That is already like a problem that plagues video games. It's much better where the, when it's like oh, and there's like here's the different opportunities you have for attacking in different ways. Like no, it's just this one specific thing that you have to do and hope to God you do it right or you have to wait. That's bad enough on its own. And generally in those games, once you get the knockdown, it's like okay, now you can get the hit in. You're guaranteed that hit. Like in Zelda, it's like they do this all the time in Zelda, but it's sort of mitigated by the fact that it's like you can't waste it right and and i don't feel like your window for waiting for that opportunity is ever too long like sometimes you have to dodge a bunch but like it it comes and then you're like okay now's my chance and it's it's like this was exceptionally bad in the final phase where you're like now you're put this time now you put yeah this is where this is where the lack of of nintendo like review polish really comes in because this can back you like like Shaf, you were I think you were getting at this. Yeah. Um like for for the boss to be structured around you have to wait for your opportunity to attack. Um and the 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 pattern of what you're dodging and when that um attack pattern that gives you that opportunity is random and you don't know when it's gonna come out. There are two phases like that. And then on the third phase, it's like, well, now there's a timer counting you down and you have to beat the boss in under three minutes or something like that. Yeah. And so you put yourself in a situation where if you mess up once or just get unlucky, 
even you you will you'll you know you'll get like your one chance and you'll blow it because it wasn't like it was super easy to do because there's also it's not just like oh you have to like sort of get the thing and throw it at him it's also there are multiple copies of them so you have to know which one's the right one and again my vision's not very good so i couldn't pick up on the visual clue even when i had finished the game and beaten this boss i had to ask shiny like hey um so what was was the visual cue because i didn't see it there is a cue but it's it's not not clear which of the two which of the ones it's is the right one like you can tell there's a difference yeah even if like like the difference i think is that one of them's his eyebrows are low enough that you can't see his eyes his, Uh his like glowy eyes but even then it's sort of like um, there's some other detail that's different that makes you think, well, maybe that is the right one because there's one of those and right. two of the lit up. Or I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm remembering this right, but but it is not the kind of thing that under a time limit and at the risk of losing your ability to do damage to the boss and then like losing the whole thing. And, and, and like for you over. to pick up on it while all of these attack patterns are happening, you're looking at the stage where the fire ropes are and everything else that he's throwing at you. And you're not really looking at him until that moment. And so in that moment, you finally look at the King Boos and you're like, uh. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the sadness about the fight is that you never get to use the super suck. Yeah. I really thought that was coming. It, I know. Right. Like, like I was so, I was so disappointed when it never came. It's like, come on. Like, I know there's not an outlet up there. It would be like the most awesome time to use this. Yeah, for them to, like, introduce it, and then it's just sort of, like, one, like, major roadblock that you have to go get it to, like, come back to the floor and solve that situation, and then a few more times where it's, like, again, like, you're sort of getting past a roadblock, maybe, or maybe it's just sort of, like, okay, now we're sucking down all this stuff, Um, but, like, it never feels like it culminates in, like, a moment where, like, this is the super sucks moment for something that's, like, so obnoxiously powerful. Right. Oh, I want to add one more thing to the lore board. It just occurred to me. Uh-huh. Now, I know that this is a, this originates as like a oh, it's a Mario 64 thing, but like mm-hmm. uh, King Boo his thing is always putting people in paintings, right? He's got this like right. um yeah. uh Yuga much? Yeah, yeah. What about They're, Yuga? Um are he they also does the painting are thing? They, are they buds? Like this is a Nintendo thing, obviously, but like, um, like what's the what's the I don't know, just food for thought. <laughs> what's the deal? So so, so that, that boss fight could just be like painting buddies. Like, yeah, have, like little Bob Ross nights here and there. <laughs> oh my god, I really want like, that. They need to get into a hobby like that. Yeah, that would sort of curb their violent tendencies. In the first game, you kind of get the 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 sense that like King Boo is affiliated with Bowser still, and he has he does things for Bowser. Yeah. But like this, King Boo is sort of now his own. Thing. He's just he's just got a grudge. He really fucking hates Luigi, man. He hates Luigi. It's like, God, that really Luigi. Like I said before, um, he wants that twink obliterated. Wants that twink obliterated. I think I tweeted when this game had just come out. Yeah. I want that twink framed in a painting and mounted on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I know someone said it, and it went, like, semi all over Twitter. Yeah. Um. So, uh, have you... Let's talk about um Scarescraper, because that's sort of where... 
the um it's it's a fun mode to play with other people i can say it's no fun to play by yourself because you don't have enough power but do you want to talk about how basically the boss in that is essentially this boss but without that like well i mean there's still a time limit actually it's this boss but you have four people fighting it like the losses Bulasis, yeah, is the boss on top of every scarescraper, and it's sort of like a softcore version of the King Boo fight, where but it's harder to to miss out on the opportunity to stun him because, you know, there's a bunch of bombs that you can pick mm-hmm. up, and there's four people to pick them up, Forty but days. it's it has the same problem in that you know, uh, you're, I don't know, I don't know how to, I, I, I do want like, to I play... I feel like the only way you can lose the Bolasus fight is if, one, you somehow find a way to run out of time, or there's just, like, no cooperation between you and the other four to eight people. Yeah, um, right. I've lost it both ways, where you you run out of time, and I've also lost it in the other people all get hit and all die, and no one's around to revive. Um, I, I really do want to play this this with some uh, friends, maybe this, maybe in Halloween, maybe Halloween, we'll go back to this game because um, all the achievements that are left are in the multiplayer mode. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, and and even some of the ones that you could get in the regular game, it doesn't really make sense to try and grind for them that way. Cause it's Cause like... you'll run out. Like you can't get enough of, I've actually, I think I've actually gotten those from playing the scarce creeper at this point. Yeah, um, like I mean, like even ones that you could feasibly do that are like, oh, you know, uh, suck up this number of the regular blue ghosts. It's like, well, you could do that because they're like on each floor, they do respawn after a point. But like, mm-hmm. why would you do that? Yeah, <laughs> like, when why you would I do just... that if I could just go to the scarescraper? Right. Yeah, and like combine your. Like, yeah, that's so obviously there's... the intent. There's a, there's a new that actually so like the the. I only bring this up because I'm like a completionist type person and I know other people do have that instinct, but it's sort of not the norm. Um, I think a game like Dark Moon had the bad kind of completionism thing where it was A, not rewarding and B, not fun to do. I think in this one, it's fun to do, but I don't know how rewarding it is because... Um, it's more. It's just for like aesthetic rewards from my from my opinion. Yeah, I, I the the rewards are not super great. Like I kind of wanted something a little more for getting all the booze. Cuz yeah, that's usually right. important, right? I mean, I think I guess the idea of it is is like, oh, you collected all the booze, so you get the um that the that gives you the light. the boo flashlight. Um and it's like, oh, and now you can go play multiplayer online and be like, hey guys, hey friends, check out mm-hmm. my cool flashlight. Look, it's a boo face because I went and got all the Basically booze. the achievement stuff is for bragging rights. Right. Yeah, but like so th- in a game like this, it's like Like who cares? Am I gonna go brag to Shiny about it? Like, hey, check out my cool flashlight. Yeah, check out my crystal flashlight yeah, or my my crystal thing. whatever the thing is. Yeah, plunger, the plunger, yeah. Yeah. Or it's, like, from this latest update, like, my solid gold vacuum from doing, like, every single achievement. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so, see, that's some Mario Kart shit where it's, like, hey, I have not, because I'm so, I I did all the stuff, I now have a target on my back, like. (laughs) I mean, it's just, like, um, you know, once you finish those achievements and get that gold vacuum, 
is Scare Scraper really fun enough that you're going to keep playing it for a significant amount of time to show off your gold vacuum? Does the DLC really. add anything but aesthetic stuff? Um, There were, like, some new minigames. Like, new minigames to play on the Scare Scraper. I don't remember what they were. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I think uh, for all the good things about this game, I think the scare scrape. Well, I thought I liked the scare scraper a lot better than the old than than that Dark Moon, Dark Moon's version of it. But I I think the DLC idea for this game is sort of bizarre. Yeah, I, the I, DLC- I didn't really picture DLC dlc for this game it's like yeah why it's, it's weird um like this is mainly I'm like sure this game is kind of like something that you would probably that you would probably like complete once and then never again until you're bored to decide to just do it all over again right yeah it's it's um like the dlc doesn't oh, it adds sense. more rare ghosts because oh, those okay. weren't already hard enough to get all of uh-huh. <laughs> yeah there's that it's um i don't know like the DLC feels out of place because it's like here's like aesthetic stuff, which there's already some aesthetic stuff that's in the game, and it's like it's not like I'm playing Overwatch or whatever, you know? Yeah, like I'm showing off my cool skins in this game that people are playing constantly all the time, every day in competitive matches. You know, it's not really that kind of game. Like to me, the Scare Scraper, um, I've barely played it, but um, it it feels to me. More like the multiplayer in an older game, right? Like, um, in like a in like a PS one era, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like a you know, like this is the like there's this main game, this main campaign, and then back when every game had a multiplayer, every game mode. has to have a multiplayer mode or you know, like like a mini game mode type thing, and so and I associate that with a kind of like a like an American, like a Western developer kind of thing. Like that yeah. was kind of like, cause yeah. you used to put that on the box. Like it was this huge selling point, but like, right. and like in a way it is right. Like in, in that those, like 90s game is fun time to play period. Right. Like if it's a fun mini game, that's the way that you're going to get more play time on the game out of me. Um, Like a, like my, my like five to 12 year old self approximately not that i had sure. like a ton of friends but <laughs> i you know there were times that i have two cousins that are my age right and then two other cousins who were two years younger than me so there were a lot of situations where we were all in one place and it was like now we're gonna play mario party we're gonna play multiplayer on mario kart or we're gonna play multiplayer on diddy kong racing or we're gonna play multiplayer on you know etc cetera, etc cetera. and so all of those games have multiplayer modes. Like, like um, you know, the thing that I'm thinking of right now, maybe that feels, um, I mean, not like the closest, but has like a similar, like it sort of um, encapsulates this uh, idea, this vibe to me, um, is Super Monkey Ball. This is a weird pull, I guess. But, um, <laughs> I remember that game. I love Super Monkey Ball. Very bad at it. So, uh, great speedruns. So... <laughs> The main if campaign... you're strong enough for emulations, I could show you a site where you can get it. Oh god, I no. I, well, I own the game still, so if I ever want to play Super Monkey Ball, I can. I did uh, not too long ago. Um, but like the main campaign 
I guess, of Super Monkey Ball is like all of these levels that you roll through to get to the end goal. Sometimes there's multiple end goals and you're trying to get through a whole set of levels to say, I beat beginner, I beat expert mode um, because it was an arcade game. Uh, And so when they released Monkey Ball, the arcade game, as a GameCube port, Super Monkey Ball, it's like, well, we can't just port the arcade game and add extra levels. It's going on a home console. There needs to be a multiplayer aspect. So the multiplayer aspect is like, here's a bunch of weird mini games that use the engine in like weird ways. So like, here's, you know, you can play billiards. You can play um, sort of like a beat your friends off the edge of the stage, which was like a real staple in the 2000s. Was yeah. The yeah. Off the edge of the stage. Or like Mario Party mini games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Mario Kart, <laughs> essentially. Yes. It's like it's balloons, but it's the same kind of idea. Um, and, and Diddy Kong had that mode as well. Um, so, like, there's all these weird mini games. They're using the same engine, they're built on similar concepts, but like they're in the game because they're like, it's a home console game and it needs multiplayer because there's four controller parts on the GameCube. Um, and like, that's the way Scarescraper kind of feels to me at its core is like, oh, I'm 10 and I have a sibling and we have to have a game to play together. We can't, like, it can't just be me playing it by myself or even often just co-op mode. There's like three of us or whatever. And so like, here's the multiplayer mode to keep them busy. Um, but they've attached onto it these ideas that come from like... A um, single player type experience. Well, like, a single player and also, uh, like, Overwatch is just the game that's coming to mind. But that kind of model, right? Like a, like the... the Collecting the, the, visual the class things. Of, yeah, the class of shooter that people will, like, log on to play and keep playing and keep playing. And so to keep them coming back in, you're like, well, you can get this skin. Um, if you do all this, you can get this collectible. You know, it's like, I don't play games like that, but I do play uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, which is the MMO. And so, like... You know, the equivalent in that game, uh, aside from just, like, obviously the fashion, uh, is, Mm -hmm. like, there are titles that you can unlock when you get certain achievements. And so it's like, oh, if I, you know, keep logging in to do this, I can get this title. Or if I show up for the seasonal event, I get this. And so it feels like this weird, like, almost reaching into that MMO or, like, you know, just multiplayer online games. It's dipping the toes in. To, to be to be clear, but I'm like looking Luigi's at the mansion. <laughs> yeah, it seems like not the like thing that would match it. Um, right. The add-on content, yeah, um, is uh, it's th- just three costumes, and it's just yeah. and that and it gives you three new mini games: Dodge Brawl, Riverbank, and Tricky Ghost Hunt. I there's no description of these. Um, <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah, there's the disco groovy G costume, the mummy G mummy costume, and the Green Knight, um, which is exactly what it sounds like. And uh, then there are new themes for the actual scare cl- scare f- scraper floors, which actually that's kind of cool. Um, so that they're not all like generic, like this, they can start looking like the like the the castle, the tomb, and the dance uh, hall places. And there's new... The dance hall is fun. The dance like hall is pretty hall. cool. Um, there's six new themed ghosts that appear on these floors, which is the thing I was complaining about. But I saw somewhere here that this is a part, a two-part thing. And all right. of what I just said is for part one. Part two releases on July 31st. And yeah. I don't... 
I don't know what that is. It doesn't say anything. Right. Now, well, they haven't if, announced what it will be. If I'm the person, if I if we, do, we, do we want to do a little mini speculate, speculation segment here? Yeah, sure. Go on. Uh, sure. What do you guys think? I, I, I assume think? more costumes. I assume maybe if, if there's theming from other floors that they can put in, that would that would be a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, more rare ghosts. Like I feel like it would be more of the same more stuff. More of the same. Like, different. Yeah, I can probably side with Shafra on that. What, what's your theory? Uh, it's not... Well, my honest theory is that I'm. you're probably right. I don't want that to be the case. Because right. <laughs> I don't think that those things actually would get me to go back to this. Right. Um, Which is the weird thing about them. I think what I, the would... The other theory we should think about is, like, when would they announce this stuff? Like, I'm going to give a good guess maybe sometime mid-June? Probably, Like, yeah. around, e- around E3? The thing mm-hmm. I want it to be... Uh, and this is just going to be my theory, is uh, it's a new area with new bosses for the main game. That would be cool. I be like. I, yeah, I would think, like, would oh, possibly... I'll pick it back up and yeah, check that out. I mean, I think, yeah, I, think that would, I think that would give me a reason to go back. That's the thing, right? When I'm thinking about DLC in Nintendo games, which is a thing recently, <laughs> and I've bought several of them. Um, yeah. Like... Own. Breath of the Wild, Zelda for Zelda with DLC in it, yeah, really. That, that is a perfect example of what of what you do with those kind right, of games. Like it, it's like more content. It's more stuff to play in the in the base game because that's all Breath of the Wild really has. And or it's all you, it or even better for what they did with the second DLC, the Champions Valley, add, add like more story. Oh right. yeah, no, I I I view that as one thing because this because you can't buy them separately. No, I don't think you can. No. Yeah, so I think the main, but but I think what's important is the second parts of these are usually the part that actually like justifies the purchase, right? Like, That's true. Yeah. Like the thing that made it worth it was Champions Ballad, not the. I mean, right. the like I wasn't really like the hero, the hero tri- the hero's trials was kind of nice just to have like the fully powered master sword at all times, but the Champions Ballad was the one that really sold it. Because it had story, it had like you know game value and whatnot. Like right, and yeah, like, that, that's going to pull the people who liked the game back in. Is like here's more real content, here's more real story, not just a challenge, not just aesthetic stuff, like real tangible stuff. And like the Fire Emblem not DLC costumes that you can't upgrade is the same way. Like yeah, there are aesthetic things, and that makes a lot of sense for an anime game. Like oh, I could put everybody in maid dresses. Good. Um, but, well. I actually just bought the, the Fire Emblem DLC yesterday. I can't put everybody in maid dresses. You can't. Hello, Intelligent Systems. Why won't you let me put Fernand von Eyre in the maid dress? It's what he deserves. Why won't you let me put myself in a... Oh, man. <laughs> Why won't you let me put Shamir in a butler outfit? It's what she deserves. Whoa! I know, big brain. Brilliant! Didn't even um, think about it! So, like, but again, like, there was a bunch of, like, cosmetic stuff, there was a bunch of, like, bonus nonsense stuff, but then at the end of the pack... Predictably, like, none of us bought it until the end of the pack. <laughs> here's the story bonus. There's new characters, there's a new story segment, there's new lore information. You learn things from this. It's enticing because you got invested in this game for the story and the characters and the main gameplay. So that's the stuff you want to see more of, so that's what you get. Yeah. Um, 
And then like Pokemon DLC isn't out yet, but again, it's like here's it's new areas, new new stuff. areas, new actual new Pokemon, stuff, new, new Pokemon, new, new lore. I mean, not like new Pokemon. There's a few new Pokemon, but mostly like old Pokemon that weren't yeah. there yet. <laughs> like it's it's what the people who play the game. It's the stuff that they want from the game that they want yeah. to keep seeing from the game. And I feel like the planning for Luigi's Mansion Three was like, well, I guess we have to put DLC in. Uh. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It, depending on what the second part is, and usually the good stuff is in the second part or right. the last part, or the or last whatever, part, yeah. Uh, it, it might be worth it, right? Like, right. I I don't rule it out, but I think I think the common thing that all of these cases have, including Breath of the Wild, I'm actually going to aim at Breath of the Wild too, mm-hmm. and say the first parts of the first waves of DLC are always not worth it. Like underwhelming. Yeah, the the first waves usually kind of suck. Like Breath of the Wild, I would say is is a little more worth it because it actually gives you like a new thing to do. But like almost always, it's something like you can use this costume or you can listen to this music or something. Right. Like even um, the Pokemon ones that aren't out yet, they've basically outlined what they're going to be. And the first one is like, yeah, it's a new area. Now there's new Pokemon in it a bit, but like it's 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 really sort of this like challenge thing in a similar way that to the breath of the wild one Bell Tower second, whatever. yeah whereas the second pokemon dlc that's coming is like there's going to be like a cooler new area there's going to be lore here there's going to be legendary pokemon like like a story like a like a like a quest line or whatever yeah yeah more more so than the first one seems to have coming yeah so i mean they could play their cards right here um i don't know i don't know I mean, maybe they're going to take my suggestion and put put Mario, Peach, and the Toad in. That could be pretty neat. <laughs> I mean, I'm really like, mad about if, it. And I'm also thinking, it's like, if that were the case, like, if the good stuff is going to be in the second DLC, like, what are you guys hoping it would be? Like, or like, something along those lines of what I'm I mean, trying I've to already say. said, but what about you? Um, just make, maybe like, more lore. Like, I, we know how King Boo got out, but it's like, how did they meet? How did him and and oh you you want like or... lore because I I yeah I, like I more always lore. want lore for my Mario stuff because I think it's like a funny concept, but they never do it. Well, <laughs> it might be a neat idea. Yeah, I would love that. Or if, like, like kind we got of like, this like... Or like even in the second DLC, like give us the super suck at all times, like just a weaker but still awesome version of it. Ooh, like so, like you're just like you go to a place where the ghosts are super big. Yeah. <laughs> um Colossus I, bosses. I really like your idea of like lore though, because like what if it's like you find the like hidden diary of Helen Gravely that talks about like the super secret basement floors, right? With the like experiments or whatever, and you get to go to like a bunch of more floors that have like, I don't know, uh like more interesting or like spooky ghosts. Like you, you can just do that. You could just do that, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. How about so you, Sean? Already, yeah, we've already spoken our pieces. Like, how about you? Um. <sighs> better final boss fight. No. Yeah. Um... Oh, I did what I I forgot to mention. I did see something in the updates. In the update notes for the black, the most recent update, uh, not for King Boo, but for Bulosis, which is similar. similar. Uh, they did adjust an attack pattern. Oh, that's Ooh. good. I'm glad. It doesn't um, say anything. Adjusted. Ad- doesn't explain it, but. It says added slash adjusted the attack pattern of Bulosis. 
We'll need to watch some YouTube videos. videos about it since I know there's going to be some videos on it. Yeah, somebody somebody will report on these uh, hot. There's there's also videos. yeah there's a lot of soft lock uh, fixes that there are like about eight or nine soft lock glitches that had to be fixed. Mm, which I didn't I feel like know. Was... Like I knew you could soft lock the game, but I didn't know that there were that many. I didn't know you could soft lock the game. I mean, like you know. It happens, yeah. but yeah, no, like there was apparently a lot I, I mean I'm looking at it. the patch notes here. Um so I think uh yeah, I think this game for how I don't want to say it lacks polish, but I feel like in some places it just does, right? Right. Yeah, like I guess they it, may have forgot. I mean like when when if I'm comparing it to like games in general i think it's it's pretty good but if yeah. because of what it is the nature of it like i'm comparing it to nintendo games which are so polished even something as like crazy as breath of the wild was like yeah, so even hugely scaled like yeah that game what it had its things blood yeah, like some even um, some of the best games have well, a few spots that they forgot here and there Right, right. But, but even even Breath of the Wild, with all of its complexities and the issues that were cropping up and the things that we've learned since then, but that's normal for a Zelda game. If it, it's not a Zelda game, if it doesn't have like a weird, confusing, bizarre glitch that takes like a whole twelve minute YouTube video to explain, um, and that turns the game completely transforms the game into a different beast, um, right? For yeah, and, or and has like a just <laughs> stupid name. Um, Oh, no, oh you'll have to tell me about this after the show. Uh, yeah, we we can discuss Ocarina of Time glitches. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think even for all of its issues, you still really, really, really feel the Nintendo polish in that game. Yeah, it's and so really, anything yeah. anything that's like a Nintendo game with like the Nintendo franchises that isn't produced by like an internal Nintendo team in the way that Luigi's Mansion is, you like you feel that more. Um, acutely than you would if this was like a game that didn't have luigi in it if this were any other game that didn't have luigi in it i'd be like well it's the way that a game is i'm just gonna say this i'm just gonna say this like in my opinion luigi's mansion 3 is basically what the luigi's mansion 1 remake should have been hmm okay in what way in terms of like mechanically or like what do you mean like mechanically like even like some of the textures a bit Oh, like, I know mean, a lot like, of people will complain that. Yeah. Yeah, the remake on the 3DS is actually, like, it almost like, doesn't it... look that much better. Like, it, it... But it does look a little better, but only in, like, some ways. It's kind of like those the Wind Waker remake, where it's like, well, it looks really good and better in some ways, but it has also lost some things, like... Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I, I feel like... I was actually just about to say, I can't... If I were to compare, like, is this the best Luigi's Mansion game now? Um, I, I sort of feel like it is in terms of, like, it's better because it has more to do. It's longer. It's more satisfying. But it doesn't have the it's compact still, nature it still that wouldn't was really. It still wouldn't be Luigi's Mansion 1 in a few, few ways or so. Yeah, because Luigi's Mansion 1, it feels like a different type of game because it's so much smaller and more contained. That you could like, you couldn't play Luigi. You couldn't speed run Luigi's Mansion three in the same way you could the first one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, especially like, when there's like a game breaking glitch where you can like beat the game within like twelve minutes or well, something. I mean, I mean glitchless. Like there's a like 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 there's there is uh, achievements in the remake 
for you to like beat it at under a certain time. And that's feasible because it's a short game. Luigi's Mansion 3 doesn't feel like it could contain that because it's so long. It's so big. And I've always said like, man, Luigi's Mansion would be really, is, is really good. I wish it were longer because I just want to play more of it. Um, and I feel like that is what has happened here. And that's what I'm really happy with about this is that it's, it feels like, I mean, it feels like it holds its value maybe a little more. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also not the kind of thing that I would say every Halloween, I'm going to replay this game because that's feasible because it's, it's not. Right. Like but, you could, you right. could sit down and sort of casually go through Luigi's Mansion on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, on Halloween. You could be like, oh, it's Halloween. Hey, you guys want to come in and spend the evening playing Luigi's Mansion? And, like, you'd come home from work or whatever and sit down with the people that you live with or whatever and play Luigi's Mansion and then go to bed, you know? Yeah, like, you could do that. Um, Three, you would be there a long time. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You're probably spending probably... I played the game over several weekends, so... Probably at most... From what I'm gonna guess, like if you're like just going from point A to point B with like doing like none of the other side stuff, like probably a good four to six hours. Really? Give or take, maybe. I mean, I like guess maybe shorter. Can, I don't know. I think you'd have to really know where you were going because it's you know it's, it's spread out. But I'm yeah going to look at how long to beat dot com. Oh yeah, that's a website that exists. Uh, the sort of overview average says the main story would take someone about 12 and a half hours, um, and completionist closer to 21. Which yeah, is... it's a lot for a like a Mario Luigi game. Um, that was really awful. Hey, 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 fam. Um, there uh, is. I don't know if I want you to call me that. Uh, there, there is my indicator here says that uh, we are a full tank of content now. Oh, okay. We've well, done it. Okay. We've produced That's the content. Good. We did it. We've, 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 we are the video game player people. We are the ones who win. Yeah. To steal someone else's meme, and <laughs> now we can power up the windmill hut enough to. Uh, Play another song out of the mysterious music box left by your former host. Mm, yeah, I hope this quick one... Question be- quick question mm-hmm. before we play this. Like, are you sure we covered everything you want to ask us, Shiny? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, why don't you, do, do either of the two of you have any pro- closing thoughts before I uh, crank this thing over here? I think oh, Luigi's I Mansion... Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Like, not that I can think of. Like, I think we may have covered everything. I just wanted to double sure, be double sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, my closing thoughts are Luigi's Mansion 3, it's not perfect, but it's really good. I had a great time, um, even when I couldn't see what I was doing because I've got terrible eyesight. Uh, so if you're looking for something to play for a few weekends, give it a shot. It's definitely yeah, we, worth it. We, rec- we recommend it, yeah. I, I, I would it. say I highly recommend it, given that um, I was worried about it after 2, after the game's worth it yeah i think especially if you're like oh, i don't know i really didn't like dark uh, dark moon like you will like this one better yeah you'll like this one a lot more than dark moon they really you did carry time. forward a lot of what they learned and yeah. that is good that is what we like mm-hmm. so um i thank the two of you for making time to record another episode of the windmill hut very welcome, Shiny.
And hopefully me and Shelford can get at least some work done on this on this castle before we before at least I possibly, I don't know about you, leave a certain day for to go to a certain place. Oh, are you going to a con? No, not a con. Like I'm going to a certain day. I'm going to a certain place on the twentieth of this month. Oh, yeah, oh. we are uh we did oh did you Shiny, did you um did you get invited to the to the island cruise thing? So that it's oh. not a cruise, it's a Yeah, plane. I I think you were here last episode. We did talk about that. Oh uh, yeah. Well yeah, but I'm asking, did you did you get your ticket? Uh I have reason to believe that someone may have bought the ticket. Oh, okay, it's like a fun surprise, but like you already know that it's coming, but like you're like, oh, it's a surprise, thanks! Okay. Yeah, are you sure that you like, think you have everything they'll, all... They'll blindfold you and like push you onto the plane, it'll be cute and fun. Yeah, and then I'll be like, but I don't have a change of underwear! And they'll be like, I'll find... Oh, I was about to, <laughs> I was about to ask if you're sure that you have everything packed. Uh, I am packing in preparation for the hypothetical uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, you know, as of recording, it's still, <laughs> what, 12 days away? Yes. Yes. Yeah, this episode's gonna come out probably after it's out. Hey, I honestly didn't think it'd take me this long to do this either, but things happen. So, <laughs> Well, they have to understand that this is just the way the content machine works right now. It's very slow and unwieldy, and it's not like it used to be, okay? It it's all broken. It has to be synthesized and turned into, yeah, yeah. The, the way, the flow of content uh, to the stream. The nature of the planet has changed or something. I don't know. Those chosen by the planet. Plus, it'll give us time to run away from the possible angry mob that may be coming our way from the destroyed kingdoms. Yeah, we don't actually know what happened to everybody else, so, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's all it's well, all under... Don't take any chances. Just get remember, off. Just get out here for a little while. Everybody take my hands. Remember, if anybody looks at you and asks you what's going on and why did all this happen, what did you do? Just remember, tell them... It's not my fault. It's right. not my fault. <laughs> That's our motto here at the Windmill Hut. It's <laughs> not my fault. I'm Shiny Vacation. I'm Blumenara. We, we did it. We, we nailed it. <laughs> you did it. You nailed it. And uh, we'll see you next mission. Turn that crank. Oh, yes. Here we go. Here we go.